Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey folks, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll be hearing music from two lovely sisters from southwestern Kansas who are taking the folk music community by storm, the Votes Sisters. Writer, author, and folklorist Brooks Blevins will profile an interesting Ozark original ballad. And I'll be going down into the vault to find out what old song or tune Mark Jones has picked out for us this week. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. During the Midwest since May 2012, the Votes Sisters, that's V-O-G-T-S, touch the hearts of audiences everywhere they go. The young emerging artists have gained widespread recognition for their haunting vocals and tight sisterly harmonies. We were mighty lucky to have them here at the Ozark Folk Center State Park last summer for a special performance on our stage. Here are five lovely songs from the Votes Sisters. in 2012 or 2011 because I, I had gone I went to college and it's only like 50 miles away from home where I went and I stayed in the dorms and I was very homesick so I started <laughs> listening to sad songs <laughs> and I heard 
Gillian Welch. And David Rawlings. Through, down along the Dixie Line, which is a song about home. And I went back home. And, and we just kind of piddled with it, you know, tanking her around. And it's just... sudden um our mom yeah mom she wanted us to do this kind of local venue thing in parsons kansas it was it was a what was it a katie days katie days it was like a singing amateur competition and yeah we did that we did it <laughs> and then somebody who was there the sound guy he he really liked what we did and talked He's, to us it was russ head He's the one who actually recorded our first CD. and second and he, yeah and second albums. So, really nice guy, and he put us in a good start. Every word unkept. 
taken some guitar lessons with our pastor yeah uh mom <laughs> surprise one christmas i opened this big package that i thought was something else and it was a guitar and i was like i almost deflated <laughs> i was upset <laughs> because she's like you have to take lessons and it was so exciting <laughs> but i ended up really liking it so. a house of pearl on a high top hill gemstone panes looking over the mill a mansion built on a crimson flood the souls of men their lives in blood charlie day was my only boy cold black hair hot like new snow I lost his love to a satin hand Miss Sally Jones, the love the land She stole his heart on her high-top hill Looking out the panes, told her daddy's mill The lad I loved for and adored Left me here to softly Softly more. 
watched him fall into her hand Abandoned reason that like a lamb She slicked his hair, made him shine his shoes Such a fickle love when mine was true She took his name on her high top hill I heard the bells ringing through the mill I could not bear such a hopeless love So I shed my heart and headed down the road Sits and drinks his whiskey down. Black tomorrows and a love long past. He softly mourns a love miscast. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, it's just something that you can share that a lot of people don't have the opportunity to. I don't know. It's really nice whenever people like it. <laughs> but I don't, it's it, just, it requires us to get along. No kidding. Which we wouldn't probably otherwise because <laughs> we're both kind of testy Around people, I think. <laughs> but we have to get along. Yeah, it makes us closer. Otherwise, this would all blow up in no. our faces. <laughs> <laughs> give her a dirty look and she'll give me a dirty look and it's like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> But no. Or if someone starts dancing, we're like, I <laughs> know we're not. We're not very comfortable whenever people show emotion. It's just not. <laughs> it's not our forte. But I don't know. It's kind of funny sometimes. In the deep dark hills of eastern Kentucky, that's the place where I trace my bloodline. And it's there I read on a hillside gravestone You'll never leave home in a life Well, my grandfather's dad crossed the Cumberland Mountains And he asked till he held to be his bride Said, won't you walk with me Out of the mouth of this holler We'll never leave Harlan alive Where the sun comes up About ten in the morning And the sun goes down About three in the day And you fill your cup With whatever bit of brew you're drinking And you spin
Granny sold out cheap And they moved out west of Pineville To a farm where big Richland River winds And I'll bet they danced them a jig And they laughed and sang a new song Who said we'd never leave Harlan alive That was Maggie and Abigail Vogt from the little town of Erie, Kansas. In that first set, they played their original song, Omi, a Gillian Welch song, Look at Miss Ohio, Wayward Heart, The Ballad of Love Miscast, plus Daryl Scott's song, You'll Never Leave Harlan Alive. We'll have lots more good music from the Vogt sisters, but after this break, it'll be time to head down to the vault for a visit with the ever-interesting Mark Jones. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. For some reason this week, I'm just especially looking forward to going down into the vault to visit with my buddy Mark Jones. Mark keeps track of all our recordings that we've recorded over the years and years, decades here at the Ozark Folk Center, and he's got shelves full of recordings down there. Let's let's go down and see what's going on with Mark. 
Hi there, Mr. Smith. Well, hello, Mr. Jones, and how's your week going? It's going good. How are you? I'm just fine. I'm just fine. I love to come down here and see all this stuff you've got on these shelves. It's just rows and rows of old recordings. It's pretty interesting, it all is. the stuff that's here. And it brings back a lot of memories. I'll bet. You've been here a long time, haven't you? Quite a while. Yeah, me too. What have you found this week? Well, I run across Uncle Floyd Holland. Ah, Uncle Floyd. I remember him well. He was a big inspiration to me. A lot of fun. We, we had a lot of fun. I'd drive out and pick him and Goldie up in later years and bring them in to uh, the center, and they would play. That's right, Goldie Hubbard. That was his daughter, huh? That was his daughter. And Uncle Floyd lived out at Fox. He was a neighbor of mine, and... Uh, like all these other musicians here, he wasn't a professional musician by any stretch. He was just a, a farmer who liked to play the banjo, and he knew some great songs and stories. And, and I remember that every time he performed here, he always told a really corny joke. You remember that? He sure did. And, you know, Uncle Floyd, you said he was a farmer, and before that he cut uh, cross ties. Yep. He cut cross ties, and he would take them to Shirley. And he'd make a dollar a cross tie. A, a dollar a cross tie. And you you might remember that he cut those cross ties. He cut the tree down with a cross-cut saw and hewed those cross ties out with an old hewing axe. It, there wasn't any machinery in those days and probably hauled them in a wagon and, and a team. Wagon. Huh? Yes, he For did. For a dollar a piece. He's just such a fella. I really liked Uncle Floyd. And if you want to... You remember him doing Susie Lick the Ladle? I think that was his most requested song, Susie Lick the Ladle. And we might also mention that Floyd worked here for a, a, a long time as an old man. Floyd, he worked here until he was 94 years old playing on our stage, until he could just barely hobble out there and, and get his true. chair. He was quite a fella. He was. Would you like to listen to Susie Lick the Ladle with me? I sure would. Bring Let's... back some good memories. All right, here it is. Me and my wife hadn't been married long because she put up a melody shop and I put up a barber shop. We was doing very well, but I didn't think we was doing well enough, so I opened up the First National Bank with a crowbar. <laughs> they opened up the jailhouse door for me, but as luck as have it, I didn't have to stay in there. But three days and nights till I broke out with a seven year each. My mother in law, she thinks more of me than she does the rest of her son in law. She will me a house and a lot the other day a dog house and a lot of pups. Oh, man, that's great listening to Uncle Floyd Holland sing his old classic song, Susie Lick the Ladle. I don't have any idea where he found that song. I don't either. I'd love to know. Don't know where that would have came from, but... With his sense of humor, I don't know. He may have wrote it himself. He may have. Well, look, thanks a lot, Mark, for bringing that old song back to us. Thank you, Dave. See you next week. The Vote Sisters from Erie, Kansas, 
have garnered numerous awards in regional and international songwriting competitions, including their latest win at the Ozark Folk Festival Singer-Songwriter Competition in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. The girls have over 24 original songs that fit seamlessly into their acoustic Americana folk act, blending timeless music with sweet sister harmony. Let's listen to some more music from the Vote Sisters. We clad hills, waving slow, a summer sun casts a golden glow. Faded lines, spinning tires, take me home. Windows down, I need my space, a humid breeze touches my face. It's a southern summer like no other I recall. It's been years of tear-filled dreams, but I'm heading closer. My heart seems to a southern summer, getting warmer, shine me home. City lights far behind, up ahead near the county line. Hearts are burning, wheels are turning forward home. It's been years of tear-filled dreams, but I'm heading closer. By more it seems to a southern summer, getting warmer, shiny home. These old sights keep me sane. Gravel roads take me back again to a southern summer like no other. It's been years of tear-filled dreams, but I'm heading closer. My mind seems to a southern summer, getting warmer, shiny home. It's been years of tear-filled dreams, but I'm heading closer. My mind seems to a southern summer, getting warmer, shiny. Alright, we have a great uncle, Uncle Bob. Yep. And he and his wife sing this old timey old. music. We really didn't hear much of it until we started singing and they would come to our house and we'd go over there and man they're great. It was like it was always there throughout our childhood, but we didn't pay attention to it because we listened to the radio. What was on the radio? Yeah. And that's not really what they did. Now we don't listen to the radio. <laughs> so I imagine you've got a new uh, appreciation for your uncle. Oh, yes. goodness, yes. And yes. what's his take on what you guys are doing? He likes it, I think. Yeah. I think he <laughs> likes that we're being brave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a darkness to his love. Honey, don't you see his danger? Tell you anything you want to hear Just to get you near And drag you down There was a wall behind those eyes A handsome boy and so at home with lies Caught your heart with words of wedding bells Silken veils, lovers' tales But the silver tongue will be leaving While his golden 
guys are from Erie, Kansas. Mm -hmm. I imagine, is it when somebody thinks of sort of typical small town Kansas, is that what yep. it is? Yeah, pretty much. A couple yeah. stoplights and a... Not, Not even a stoplight. <laughs> <laughs> it's really small. Yeah. There's a thousand maybe. Yeah. But we don't, we're not really in town talking to people very often. I guess she is, because... I hear about it more than you do, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm always out of the loop. <laughs> but it's more like, where are you going this weekend? That kind of thing. I know, and then somebody, every once in a while, somebody off of the street in Erie will be like, so I saw that you guys are going to yada, yada, yada. You were in the paper, and it's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty supportive. Emerald eyes bear away 
from her home as he beckoned her near. Hang on tight, little Liza, his words in her ear. They lived in the nightland, miss sorrow and wrong for her Maggie writes the songs, and then she comes to me and sings them, and I say, well, maybe you could change this and this, and then she gets mad, and then, and then sometimes it'll change. Most of the time it'll change. Abby's the editor. Okay. The editor. So you're the copywriter, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. She's the editor, and then it sort of comes out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a collaboration. Co yeah, a collaboration between uh, the two of you. And yeah. what, so what do you got, aside from music, what else? are you guys doing? <laughs> what are your other hobbies and interests in things? Uh, photography. Okay. And reading and art. I don't know. I like all kinds of things. But 
Maggie so. works at a bank. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And I go to school. <laughs> so really, really out there. Bright morning stars all rising. Bright morning stars all rising. Bright morning stars all rising. That was the Vote Sisters performing Southern Summer, The Golden One, My Lover's Arms, and the classic Bright Morning Stars Are Rising. We're going to take a short break right now, after which Dr. Brooks Blevins will profile Ozark song catcher John Quincy Wolf. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. He didn't live to see the creation of the Ozark Folk Center, but the spirit of John Quincy Wolfe Jr. lives on here in Mountain View and in the hills of the southeastern Ozarks more than four and a half decades after his death. In the second of a three-part series on Ozark music collectors and their digital legacies, we take a closer look at the man who first recorded Almeida Riddle and Ollie Gilbert and who played no small role in introducing Jimmy Driftwood to the world in the 1950s. 
Born and raised in Batesville, Arkansas, Quincy Wolf's roots ran deep in the Ozarks. Some of you have undoubtedly read the wonderful memoir written by his father, Life in the Leatherwoods, a timeless tale of boyhood in the remote White River Valley in the years following the Civil War. The senior wolf left the farm as a young man and began revisiting and recounting his memories of the Ozarks only in advanced age. Quincy, as John Jr. was called by friends and family, wouldn't wait that long to reconnect with his heritage, but he did have a career to establish first. Graduating from hometown Arkansas, now Lyon College, in 1922, he found his way to Vanderbilt, where he studied in the English department amid the stimulating atmosphere of the fugitive poets and those erstwhile agrarians. Earning a master's degree, he returned home to teach at his alma mater for a few years before marrying one of his best former students, the indomitable Bess Millen, and heading east to pursue doctoral studies at Johns Hopkins. A scholar of the romantic poetry of Wordsworth, Quincy Wolfe would never again call the Ozarks home, but he and Bess did make it back as far west as Memphis, where he served as an English professor and longtime head of the English department at the institution today known as Rhodes College. Quincy Wolfe had begun collecting old ballads as a college student just after the First World War, but it was only 30 years later that he began recording singers and musicians. Purchasing a portable tape recorder in 1952, Quincy and Bess located their first subjects through a tried-and-true method of ballad hunting, an advertisement placed in weekly newspapers. Using the old Wolf family home on Boswell Street in Batesville as a base of operations, the couple spent summer and Christmas vacations traveling the back roads of the southeastern Ozarks, visiting old-timers on porches and in parlors, and sitting down to dinner in log houses on remote hillsides. And, just in case you don't know, dinner in those days meant the noonday meal. It still does for some of us here in the Ozarks. Over the course of about a decade, Quincy recorded more than a thousand Ozark songs on reel-to-reel tapes, almost all of them within a 50-mile radius of his hometown. Students in his folklore classes made additional recordings. Quincy Wolfe's Ozark music collecting culminated in his efforts to record the two-day music program at the very first Arkansas Folk Festival in Mountain View in 1963. Many of the singers and players on the stage of the old high school gym that April weekend had first been put on tape by Quincy himself. Those recordings remain some of the most moving and entertaining that he ever captured for posterity. Rheumatoid arthritis had begun restricting Quincy's mobility by the early 60s, forcing him to concentrate his collecting efforts closer to his home in Memphis. He and his students subsequently tapped into networks of blues singers in West Tennessee and Sacred Harp congregational singings in Mississippi, valuable recordings that indicate the breadth of his musical interests. Quincy Wolfe died at age 70 in 1972, just 13 months before the Ozark Folk Center opened its doors. For several years, he had been collecting his father's stories of growing up in the Ozarks. Bess oversaw the completion of that project and the publication of Life in the Leatherwoods in 1974. Nine years later, after retiring and moving back to the Wolf family home in Batesville, Bess donated Quincy's collection of almost 500 tapes to the Regional Study Center at Arkansas College. The collection includes not only the recordings he and Bess made in the hills of the Ozarks, but also his and his students' blues and sacred harp recordings. 
In the early 21st century, Gene Hyde, at the time the director of Lyon College's Regional Study Center, oversaw the digitization of Wolfe's entire collection of Ozark music. Today, that collection, the John Quincy Wolfe Jr. Collection, is available online. In addition, the Lyon College Regional Study Center has released two compilations of recordings from the collection, with extensive liner notes included. The first, released in 2005, is a two-CD collection of live recordings from the 1963 Arkansas Folk Festival. The second is a CD of ballads based on regional events and characters and was released in 2008. Both are still available from Lyon College. In honor of the legacy of John Quincy Wolfe Jr. and his wife Bess, let's follow them back in the hills on one of their earliest excursions. Here is their recording of the song Bad Companions, sung by Owen Harville of Lunenburg, Arkansas, on July 2nd, 1952. Come on, you jolly comrades, wherever you may be, and listen to my story and shine bad company. My home was in Pennsylvania, among those beautiful hills, a vision of my birthplace is in my memory still. I did not like my comrades, I did not like my home. I had a mind for ambling, so far away did roam. Thanks, Brooks. This week's featured guests, the Vote Sisters, have quite an eclectic repertoire. They're liable to follow an ancient ballad or gospel song with one by U2 or Creedence Clearwater Revival. Let's close our show today with three more fine songs from the Vote Sisters.
We were we still like Gillian Welch and Dave Rollins oh, very much, but we did a lot of covers of their songs on the first one. Yeah. I think we had three originals on there. Uh huh. We, boy, um, we were really. We just. Uh, I remember when we were we were recording. They had us in separate rooms. Oh goodness. At, at separate times, and so that kind of made it less. And I don't know. It was harder for us because we'd never done anything like that before. We didn't do any know. instrumentation. No. We were... We just sang. Um, yep. We just sang. <laughs> the second CD, it was kind of the same, but um, it was... We had some guys, the Iker family. Uh, they did all of the instrumentation on the second album, and they are fantastic. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and we just did the vocals again, but by the third CD, we felt like we needed to be more honest with people who were buying these, you know, because well, what they were hearing instrumentation-wise was not at all... What you would hear if you came to see yeah. us. So, on the third album, uh, we just did... It was just us. Plain us. <laughs> And so far, people have liked it. We were afraid they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I run a broken path between the pines Smoking ash above and blood behind Don't forget me, Father It's not your fault, don't bother Feeling guilty for the life I chose to lead But it felt good to believe 
would you cry, dear mama? But all your tears ain't gonna save me when my own worst enemy is me. Closing in and I'm alone Play a hymn worth keeping Where the words ain't sleeping Let me hear the hammer and the bone turn it into a job. Yeah. Why is that? Um, we don't want to hate it. <laughs> yeah. We we don't want to look at, on it as work. Yeah. If you look at it as work, it ends up being something that you've got to do instead of something you want to do. The love goes out of it. Yeah. It's fun going around with our parents and everything. Boy, we've seen a lot of country that we never would have and met a lot of people we never would have probably ever talked to. <laughs> it's just it's really, really cool how this has put us out of our comfort zone and put us into a new one. So. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, blowing like a breeze. Country roads take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. Dusty 
taste of moonshine, teardrops in my eyes. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. calls to me the radio reminds me of my home far away and driving down the road i get a feeling that i should have been home yesterday yesterday country roads take me home to the place i belong Kansas sisters Maggie and Abigail Votes singing Ivory Angel, Alexander, and John Denver's Country Roads. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. We'll be back this time next week with more fine folk music from the Ozark Folk Center State Park. To learn more about us and to hear past shows, check us out at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. I'm Dave Smith. See you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974, and by Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. More information online at arkansasstateparks.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at ozarkhighlandsradio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.